Welcome to the Get Sacred Podcast. I'm your host, intuitive life coach, Melissa Elysian, and I'm here to teach you how to create more money, more love, and more sacred success. If your inner goddess is ready to create a lusciously abundant and pleasure-filled life, you're in the right place. Hello, love. So today, I want to talk to you about what being in fear about having what you need does to love. So where do I begin? So the first thing I want to say is that the sense that you don't have what you need, the sense that you are like in survival mode as far as your body experiences it has really nothing to do with whether you're actually like fighting for your life, right? You can create thoughts and beliefs in your mind that make it so that even if you're safe, your body experiences the feeling of not being safe. Your body experiences the feelings and the responses of what it would be like to be in a real situation of danger. And that can happen in, in so it can happen just because you're, it can happen regardless of what you're thinking. You can be thinking about all sorts of things. You can be thinking about, um, relationship. You can be thinking about, um, money, you can be thinking about all sorts of things. That's, I think that's where I want to start because I want you to understand that when I talk about creating a sense of financial abundance, creating a sense of financial security for yourself and what that means in regards to feeling a sense of peace, I want you to understand that There are people who have, like, so much in regards to financial means who still are experiencing sensations of not being okay and not feeling safe because of thoughts they have around money, because of what they believe and how they think about the situation that they're in, a situation that they're in, regardless of what it is, regardless what the amount is. So if you give thought to that, you can really see the importance of why it's essential for you to actually have a deep sense of feelings and emotions surrounding the idea of abundance, that it has to not be related to an outside circumstance. And maybe for some people, that sounds like a really fucking crazy idea. How can I feel abundant when, you know, outside circumstances don't mirror exactly what I'm, I'm wanting to feel? But that place, that feeling doesn't come from circumstance. Feelings don't necessarily come from circumstances. Feelings come more from what you're thinking about those circumstances, what you're believing about those circumstances. And when it comes to creating abundance, your thoughts and beliefs 
are what create the feelings and that's and that's where the abundance comes from right it really comes from the way you think the way you feel in any given situation it's not vice versa it's not the circumstance that creates it for you because we've all been in circumstances where i don't know um things are kind of fine they're good and we're still not feeling so great about it. And we've all been in circumstances where things are kind of shitty and we're like, but I got this. It's fine. Like I can handle this. <laughs> the circumstances don't get to decide that for you. Your feelings and your emotions get to decide the kind of abundance that you live in, the kind of abundance that you get to experience. So that's the first part of this. The second part is that that those experiences beget that they actually create the abundance for you, right? Because from a place of thinking and believing and feeling in abundance, you create more abundance, right? You make decisions that continue to perpetuate it. You believe in possibilities that maybe don't exist until you create them with your mind, right? You get to um, explore and examine and wonder and all of that turns into more abundance for you because you're thinking in an open way as opposed to, you know, not enough mentality, which kind of makes you conclude that that's it. When you're like, oh, there isn't enough, your only thoughts are there isn't enough. And it doesn't really move you to say, oh, I can create something more. You just kind of get stuck. And when your thoughts are abundant and open, then you get to think of new possibilities and you're open when other people present them to you and you're open when possibilities that you couldn't have imagined showed up. You're like, oh, what a delight. This is great. I knew it was great. <laughs> it's getting even better. So those things being true, all of, all of the things that I've just said being true, how does being in a place of scarcity affect your relationships with other people. That's really what I want to get at. I just need to lay down some fundamentals. If you are living in a place where you're frequenting emotions, thoughts, and beliefs that lead you to live in a place of scarcity, even if it's just for those moments, and you have relationships centered around those ways of being. What I've come to realize is it creates a place where those relationships don't get to live in like a true place of love. So the way that I look at love is to look at it in the the way that I look at love is that I think it gives people freedom. When you're loving someone, you should be giving them freedom. And the freedom that you give them is permission to be themselves, is permission to be seen, is permission to be accepted, and is permission to, to experience all of that in love, in a form of love. And I think that's the, I think that's what love is. I think it's offering people freedoms to be themselves and freedom for you to witness it. 
And it doesn't, and I don't mean to say that like, oh, that doesn't mean that you never get to tell someone like their behavior is wrong or, or not behavior is wrong, but like it, it negatively impacted you, et cetera. Or it doesn't mean that like everyone's perfect. It just means that we're creating a space where we're giving each other permission to see each other and permission to accept each other. That's the freedom that I'm talking about. And we're doing that in a way where we're not letting fear guide our interactions with one another. And what I've come to realize is that if you're living in a place where your thoughts and emotions and beliefs have you in a place of scarcity in your relationships, where your relationships live in that container, what is an example of this? If you are in relationship with anyone and your primary concern for them is that they have what they need, right? Like you're fixated on their safety. You're fixated on their well-being. You're fixated on them having what they need because that is really like, that's the circumstance for them. Then you don't actually get to love them from a place of freedom you don't get to love them from a place that's without fear right i mean that bible verse that says that love casts out all fear is so beautiful you don't get to love them from a place of seeing them fully and accepting them when you're in a space where you're prioritizing their fear or they're prioritizing their fear Why is that true? That's true because they're not free. And it's true maybe because you're not free, because you're in fear. They're not freely showing up as themselves because they're in scarcity mode. Nobody's freely, no one freely shows up as themselves when they're in scarcity. They're showing up as a person who is afraid. That's not their truest form. That's not their like empirical nature that's not who they are that is something completely different right like when you have what you need when you're in your fullness when you're when you're nourished when you're at peace that is the more that is the truer version of you that is the more real version of you that is the full version of you that is the version of you that is a reflection of love. And if you're in a place where you're in fear, where you're in scarcity mode, when you're worried you don't have what you need, when you're freaking about, freaking out about anything, really, if you're just living in a place of anxiety and scarcity, then you're not actually showing up as yourself. And so you can't freely be loved and for other people in your life who are showing up that way you can't freely love them because they're not showing up as themselves the reason why i wanted to talk about this is because i was thinking about how this impacts relationships in my life like how many people in my life i honestly deeply truly love through and through but haven't even really yet probably have gotten to see them for who they really are because they live in a place of scarcity, because they're living in a place where they're worried about having what they need so much so that I could never see who they really are 
because it's behind that. It's underneath that. And thinking about how in my own life, when, when I've showed up that way, because I was worried where in my life did I have periods where I was in such scarcity that it made it impossible for other people to really know me because I was in, I was living in a, from a place of fear. I was living in a place where I couldn't show up as myself because my priorities were survival. Survival is not a place where you get to show up in your fullness. Survival is not a place where you can show up in your authenticity. Survival mode is not a place where you create out of abundance. It's a place where when you create, you create out of fear. And what you create out of fear is very different than what you create out of abundance. I think it's so important that we really give time and attention to making sure that we get to show up in this life, in our authenticity, in our fullness, not out of a place of scarcity, not out of a place of fear, out of a richness of understanding our divinity, out of a deep, 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 deep knowing that we're always guided and always supported out of a place of creativity and love so that we could show up as who we really are, which is representatives of love, right? That's what we are. And I want us to do this so that we could really, truly love, right? So that we can really, truly experience love. So we can really see people for who they are and accept them and offer love in that way so that we can also really, truly show up as who we are and be loved in that way, as opposed to what happens when people are loving each other out of scarcity, right? Because when that happens, the ways that we show up in love for each other has more to do with helping the other person survive and, or, you know, like that sounds so dramatic, but really that's what it is. It's helping the other person feel like they have what they need. Right. And that becomes a priority, especially if you're concerned that they really don't have it. That becomes a priority more than being able to love freely and to give freedom in the person and give freedom by really acknowledging who they are because they can't show up that way. I just want us to have deeper love and I want, and I want to create um, awareness and understanding that if you choose to perpetuate situations in your own life where you're having to act out of scarcity over and over and over and over and over and over again and choose and you're making choices to not really be able to show up as yourself because you're afraid like it's time to let that go like whatever whatever fear is revolving around what is required to leave that life behind I persuade you to move forward anyway. I know a few episodes back I talked about this idea of being addicted to the struggle and like having a circumstance 
be with you for so long that you don't even know what it would be like to not have it anymore. And that the fear that it can create just imagining or not being able to imagine what is on the other side of that because it's so encrusted, it's so ingrained into your personality and your experience of your life. That shit is fucked up. (laughs) And I say from a place of knowing it and having been there and definitely having areas in my life where I still experience that, where it's just like, I can't even imagine what it would be like without this circumstance. But that is not who we are, right? That is not who we are. So if you're feeling like there is a struggle in your life that is so ingrained in your personality, it's so ingrained in your your circumstances, so ingrained in who you've been your whole life that you can't even imagine not having it, know that that means there is that that same part that same struggle is also keeping you from showing up fully as who you are because it's taking up space for who you really are because you're really not that fucking struggle. That's not who you are. You're not that circumstance. You're not whatever it is that you're like, oh, I can't even imagine what it would be like if it was, you know, things were better in that area. Whatever the situation is, that's not actually you. It's just taking up space and it's blocking your vision. It's blocking your vision. Even if you can see a future for yourself that is better, if you have a part of you that's like, I don't even know what that would be like without it, that means there's a whole area that's untapped. There's a whole area of you that is unknown. There's a whole area, there's a whole part of you that's still left to be created or that you just haven't been able to see because it's been blocked by the situation has been blocked by the struggle. And I want you to look at this from the perspective of you. And then I also want you to look at this as a perspective of people that you love. Like how authentically can we love each other when we're showing up as people, just like collections of fears, as opposed to, you know, collections of freedom, right? Like personalities that are collections of freedom, like Who would you actually be if you put that shit down? And it's not just putting it down. I know it's not always that easy. Who would you actually be if you put it down? Who would you actually be if you let it go? Who would you actually be if you walked away from it? Who would you actually be if you you overcame it? Who would you actually be if that was the past? Whoever that is, is you but more full and more clearly a mirror and representative of the love that you are in the world. And I want you as much as possible to show up in that capacity. I want us to love each other better. And for us to do that, it means diminishing the parts of us that are made of fear and transitioning those parts into things that are love, things that give freedom. So that we can actually feel and experience love so much more fully and we can give love so much more fully. I don't want to love people in the ways where I just am helping them survive. I want to love people in the way of like looking in their eyes and knowing who they are, like in their fullness, like knowing who they are when they haven't 
a worry in the world, knowing who they are when they are like a hundred percent authentically, truly everything that they were made to be. And it's not to say that any version of love is that's not that doesn't count. It absolutely counts. But oh my gosh, it just made me so aware that there's so much more. There's so much more. So I'm inviting you, like, if you feel like you're living in a place where there's a sense of, like, this survival mode, there's a sense of the survival mode, then it means that you're likely not showing up in your fullness. You're not, you're likely not showing up in, like, the version of you, like, you know what I'm talking about when you're full, like, you know, after you got in a massage that was like way too long, it was wonderful. <laughs> and you had, or you had a wonderful weekend and you went on vacation and you got quiet time or your, your meditation was on point or whatever, that version of you, you are not able to show up as that more regularly because you're living in a place of scarcity. I would like to offer that. That means that there's room and capacity for you to be loved more deeply and for you to show up as love more deeply. And there's really nothing on this planet that's more valuable than that. So make room for that, right? Like focus on the ways that you can drop that struggle. Move your attention in that direction. Move your attention in the direction of how do I give myself more freedom to be who I am, to be love? How do I free myself of the fears and the struggle, quote unquote, that has me in a place where I can't show up as myself? How do I move from there? And how do I love people more deeply, more deeply beyond just meeting their need? If there's anyone in your life where you love them to death, but you're also like, every time I talk to that person, I just ask to see if they're okay, and I figure out, like, if they have what they need, then you're not, like, diving into all other kinds of parts of who they are, if that's always the priority. That love is different than the love that really is love, is, is, um, love of, free, love with freedom and love with acceptance. I'm going on a rant. <laughs> I'm going on a rant. I'm catching myself. But I just, I just want you to be able to love deeper. And I just want you to be able to be loved more deeply. That's the thing that is more, most beautiful, right? Like, if you can relieve yourself of that struggle mentality, of that lack mentality, of that survival mentality, and you get to fucking show up as yourself, then people will fucking see you and they'll be able to love you, right? Because you're showing up as you, you're not showing up as scared, you're not showing up as surviving, This is a very, like, I think this is a very tender conversation because it's a scary idea to think that. For me, it's been a very scary idea to think that there are people in my life that I love to death and that I haven't even known them. 
and to think about all the times where I was in relationship and people didn't know me because I was hiding, because I was afraid, because I was in survival mode. And to think about how, how even in the present time, like what are the ways, what are the areas of my life where um, I let scarcity or survival mode like be the energy behind my thoughts and how does it keep me from showing up in my relationships with people I'm thinking about it because I'm like oh fuck I want I want deep and beautiful love I want freeing love I want love that gives acceptance I want I want to be seen for who I am and I want to offer that in return and it requires me putting down some shit that maybe I've been holding on to or just identities or parts of me that I can't imagine being different. Like I'm not, I don't have clarity right now about like that being true in any specific area, but I know I'm sure it exists and I want to know what it is. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to be a version of me. That's not real. I don't want to keep showing up inauthentically. I want to feel real and deep love and I feel like I have real and deep love and then I also have an awareness I was like oh shit this gets deeper the more free you become the more you insist on putting down anything that makes you feel like you're in survival mode the more you step into abundance in every area of your life the more deep you get to experience love that's a big deal. And in relationship to money and like having what you need financially, like that just blows my mind in such an incredible way that like if you're in a financial situation where you don't have what you need or you're in a financial situation where you feel tight, you feel tight, you're worried. And it's just not circumstances, right? It's your thoughts too, because you could have all the things and still have the thoughts. But certainly, if it's real, if it's a circumstance that's fucking real, and you're living in that circumstance, and you can choose to be in a different circumstance so that you can, um, if you can change your thoughts and beliefs about it so you can change your circumstance, then there's this whole area of your life that has to do with everything, right? Because the money has to do with everything. It has everything to do with where you live and, and where you go and how you work and what you have and where all sorts of shit. If you can free your mind, align it with abundance, create that abundance in your finances so that you're not using your bandwidth on these ideas of not having enough or feeling tight or having scarcity, then how much room do you create for everything else that God has for you? Like how much room do you create for play? How much room do you create for pleasure? How much room do you create for love? How much room do you create for being seen? How much room do you create for showing up for people? How much room do you create in your personality? Like what parts of you are untapped and unknown because you haven't had the room and the time and the space to attend to them because you've been busy in survival mode? At any level, how much room is there? Who are you in there? <laughs> Who are you in there? And how beautiful will it be for that part of you and all the parts of you to be loved more deeply, to be accepted more deeply, to have the freedom 
that love brings. That is impossible when they're drenched in fear. Those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. I don't want you just to have stuff. I don't want you just to have money. I want you to have everything that your soul is calling you to have. I want you to create everything that your soul is cre- is calling you to create. And love certainly, love is certainly one of the most beautiful things that this life can give you. And I want you to create it in a way that is so fierce. And I want you to understand how being in circumstances of lack blocks love. Blocks love. It's not that love doesn't exist, but the capacity, oh my gosh, the capacity actually intensifies. The capacity is outstanding. This notion that Love is just like showing up for people when they need you is like, it feels almost like, it's the craziest thing to say, but it feels like almost like a shallow version of love. Like, what about love when the person doesn't need you? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? That's available. There's like a deeper, deeper, we have a deeper capacity for love that's not just about need it's about desire it's about freedom um and it's so beautiful right that kind of love can be freely given um i i just <laughs> i just have just just i'm in awe of what I realized about love and how fear blocks it in relationship to abundance, in relationship to your finances, in relationship to your thoughts and your beliefs about abundance and your versus your thoughts and beliefs about lack, struggle survival, etc. I just want you to know the more you give yourself what you need, the more room there is for love. Deep, 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 beautiful, unconditional, free, dumb giving love. All right. I love you very, 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 very much. Hey, I want to invite you to join my program, Six Figure Frequency. It's for sacred women who want to align with the energy of many. Go to melissaalesian.com forward slash money to join.